Well, uh, welcome to Slayer Talk. I, uh, I don't, I don't recall. Well, I uh, don't recall who hosts the show, but, uh, here you go. What the fuck? Did you get brain damaged? Is that what's happening now? (gasps) I don't understand. Close. That was Ronald Reagan. (laughs) Sorry to get political, everybody. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh, Remember the Iran-Contra affair? Well, I don't recall. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to Slayer Talk, everybody. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my uh, defeated girlfriend, Carol. (laughs) How you doing today, Carol? Hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is October 7th, 1997. And as you may have been able to tell by the intro, we asked for votes. Oh, and we got them. And you delivered. And it was an overwhelming (laughs) response in favor of, I mean, you know, I'm not going to. I gotta sit here and brag, but uh, I would only say ninety nine and a half percent went with you, though. I still got half a percent of one person. Okay. <laughs> yeah, someone wants to give you a five five uh, inches of. Uh, oh my! One person, I think. Um, so we got many votes. We got some people that wrote in as well. We'll read you a, a smattering of them. Uh, you know, these people were kind enough to to write in, so we'll. We'll grace you with some, before we get into the episode, we'll grace you with some. So, Carol, Carol handles the correspondence. If you ever write into the show, latefeed1994 at AOL.com, you're essentially writing into Carol, and then she tells me about it. So Yeah, I, I read him the emails. Yep. <laughs> we sit in a bath together, <laughs> and she reads me the emails. Yeah, I drag the, the computer like into the bathroom somehow. Set it on the edge of the tub and yep. try to, you know, pretend it's not a suicide attempt. Right, that's right. Our, right, our, okay. ga- our gateway computer <laughs> or whatever. Our so, Apple IIe. All right, so I'm going to read you five of them. Yeah, okay. I hope that's not too many. No. All right, so hey, what's up? Hi, Carol and Mark. I love all your shows and I look forward to each one. But 90210 is my particular favorite, even though I've never actually seen the show. It's It's just so funny. It's mine, too. It's so funny because it's like your sister. Yes, my sister also (laughs) listens to the 90210 show and has never watched 90210. You asked us to write in about the intro for Buffy. Sorry, Carol, but I like Mark's intro better. Oh. Of course. Just stabbing hard, isn't it? (laughs) The interaction between the two of you was way funnier with that one. You hating his intros is actually really funny. All righty. Yeah. Well, that's that's no problem because I really, really do. <laughs> anyway, thanks for all the laughs. You two are the best. Hope you get married soon. Oh, hmm. yeah. Hunt, uh, nudge, nudge, hint, hint. Uh, love, Rachel. Okay. Thank you, Rachel. That thanks. was so awesome. Thanks for that ultimatum, Rachel. <laughs> Uh, hi, Carol. I like you better than Mark, oh, okay. but I have to say his intro is better. Yeah, here we go. I hope you understand. I still love you, Kyle. Uh-huh. Thank you, Kyle. That makes my day. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody likes me better. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, Kyle, watch your, uh, watch your back. 
You gonna may say, have made an enemy, I'm Kyle. Say, don't walk around any bushes, <laughs> Kyle. Goodness. Okay. Um, if there's a van parked right next to your car, <laughs> Kyle, maybe uh, walk out to the car with somebody else. Look over your shoulder. Those panel vans. Those doors open real easy. Do they? You're, you're, you're being a little creepy there, sir. <laughs> Kyle knows I'm joking. All right, next is from Tom. Oh, okay. He's another lover of yours. Everybody loves me, Mark. Everybody. I know. Buffy, hello. My name is Tom, and I'm a huge fan of the show. I think Slayer Talk is my favorite, and I'm writing in about the intro. That's this show. I also don't really love what Mark does for the intro, oh. but I still have to pick his because I think the banter between you two and you hating it is hilarious. So is that your half? So, yes. So I'm kind of Carol's side, and I'm kind of Mark's side. Thanks for the best podcast out there. You make my work day so much better. What's, what's that word? I don't know. That's an interesting word. We should we should maybe use that. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> but but uh, thank you very much. Nice made-up word for our tapes. See, he he's kind of on my side, though. Yeah. Kind of. It's a little bit. Okay. Something. He sees my point. <laughs> I guess you. I guess that's some validation amidst the flood of uh, people against you. Right. Uh, next is from uh, Jess. Well, is, is, does Jess love me, honey? <laughs> I love you, but nobody else loves you. Okay. Wow! <laughs> wow! The truth starts to come out now. You lose one vote. <laughs> we should have bet. We should have, but we didn't. So sad. Hey, what's up? Hey, Carol and Mark. You two are my favorite thing on the internet. See? You're you're her favorite thing on the internet, too. I got a reward anyway. Did you? Yes. Because you get to keep making your annoying intros? Yes, sure. The chemistry and the banter between the two of you is so good, and Mm. you are both so funny. Thank you. I don't usually write fan letters, but I wanted to let you know that even though you're my girl, Carol... Uh, I'm her girl. Well, there you go. (laughs) There's another one that loves you. You're wrong about the intro to Buffy. Mark's intro is hilarious, and you hating it is even more hilarious. See, I'm even more hilarious. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking dog food. I got it. (laughs) You two somehow fight, but keep it light at the same time. Anyway, thank you for the hours of entertainment, and God bless you both. Love, Jess. Thank you, Jess. That was so sweet. Yes, very nice. And last one, Cindy. So, hey, Mark Cindy and Lou. Carol. <laughs> I love your shows. They are all hilarious because they all have the two of you. Oh, nice. Did you guys take improv classes or do you script the shows? No, neither. No. <laughs> we we do not script. <laughs> we just. I feel like if we could come up with so much better if we scripted the show. Do you? Because I feel like the spontaneity is what makes us funny. Well, I feel like. The jokes would be better if I scripted it. Yeah, if you did. I couldn't come up with a joke if I tried. But, I mean, thank you so much. That's so, like, amazingly sweet. What a wonderful compliment. We've never taken improv class. Um, I started listening to you about a year ago, and I've gone back and listened to all the old tapes, and I finally caught up. Wow. Wow. Who did you find? Like, that, thank and you. And all those old tapes. Right? Oh, it is on our website, though. Yeah. So, that's how. I've digitized it. Because you're brilliant. Yeah. 
You asked to write in about Buffy intros, and I have to say that I preferred Mark's intro, of and I course. like the annoyance from Carol. Oh, there you go. A lot of people like you being annoyed at me. You two are the best, love, Cindy. So I think that fulfills their hate fantasy of me and their, <laughs> their love of you. Everyone's on your side. Everyone's on your side because they all love your annoying intro. Yeah, but they all want you. They all want to root for you against me, <laughs> even though you're wrong. <laughs> no, you know what I think it is. It's it's because everybody was voting against me. They wanted to make me feel better, so they said nice things about me. That's all. Well, that still means they care enough about you to not want to hurt your feelings against you. Well, I love you all too. Thanks for the votes, guys. Um, like I said before, late fee nineteen ninety four at aol com. If you want to write us and just tell us how great we are. <laughs> or you could tell us we're dog shit. Whatever. I mean, you could. If you if that you wanted to, uh, air, yeah, you could, you could. You could do that. <laughs> or if you have any requests, yeah, like any requests for anything. We we did do the uh, hamburger movie for uh, we Scott. We did do the hamburger movie for one of our fans. I think it was Scott, right? I think that was his name. <laughs> yeah, friend of the show, Scott, of course. Yes. So. Yeah. But that is the fan mail portion. The fan of mail this, portion of, of the, the Buffy show. show. <laughs> we did actually watch a a uh, Buffy episode. Yeah, we did. And I'm trying to think if this one had any vampires in it. I don't think so. No. That so annoys me. It had one person. It had it had a one Inca mummy girl, right? Who was a fan of Xander. Yeah. She was a Xan fan. Yeah, Xander got a lot of play this episode. Yes, he <laughs> Good did. Good for Xander. Angel was in the episode, so there's was one Was he? Vampire. I don't remember him. I don't know. I probably... I don't think he was. Okay. I would remember. Giles was in the episode, and my theory is that he's secretly a vampire. Oh, really? Turned good. But he's in the daylight. Jean-Claude... Yeah, that's true. Jean-Claude Van Damme was in this episode. <laughs> Didn't you think that fucking dude in the white karate thing looked like Jean-Claude Van Damme? A little bit. It's like they wanted Jean-Claude Van Damme for that. And the, or, no, Steven Seagal, that's what I'm thinking of. He hmm. looked more like Steven Seagal. See, I don't know who Steven Seagal is. Some asshole from Washington that learned martial arts and changed his name from Stevie Siegel to Steven Seagal. And then, uh, you know, got some movie roles. Wow. Okay. I'm jealous. No, I don't like Steven Seagal. Or any of his movies. But you think that this bodyguard looked like him? Yeah. Okay. And Steven Seagal, not like he's popular right now. He do that on Deadly Ground or whatever. Fighting seals in Alaska or something like that. I don't know. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's okay. Baby seals. He's fighting Inuits. <laughs> he's fighting Inuits? He's just, hey, uh, Alaskan Inuit mine. people. I'm going to come and fight you. For no reason. I don't know what the fuck he's in anymore. Anyway. Yeah. Um, this episode was, like Mark said, about a mummy. So it starts out with a foreign exchange. And not Buffy's mummy. No. <laughs> starts out with foreign exchange students. They're having a foreign exchange student program for like a week. Yeah, it's very weird. Who's going to come all the way like from a whole other country for like one week? Yeah, I'm going to fly into America. From Norway. Or two, it was two weeks. From Oslo. I could see two weeks. I did two weeks in Mexico. 
I could I could see that. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I did. No, I'm aware. Um but Buffy's supposed to get somebody from South America. They never specified what country, I don't think. South America is just one country, right? <laughs> it's one large country. And like it was just like assumed, I think. I that... believe it's Peru. Oh, really? Yeah, because that's where the Inca people were. Okay, what language do they speak okay. in Peru? Spanish. <laughs> really? Yeah, they speak Spanish in every country in South America, with the exception of Brazil, where they speak Portuguese. Yeah, I know they speak Portuguese in Brazil. I didn't know that they spoke Spanish in literally every other country. That's because the Spanish conquistadors took it over. The reason they speak it in Brazil is because of the line of demarcation. The line of demarcation. Yeah, you want a quick little history lesson? The Pope, uh, Spain and Portugal, and I mean, basically it was just Spain and Portugal at the time. They were fighting over the New World and and stuff because they were the big explorers. Who gets what? We want it. No, we want it. And the Pope was like, well, I'm the referee, so I'm going to draw a line here. And he just drew a line arbitrarily on the map that happened to go through South America. And he said, everything east of this is Portugal. Everything west of this is is Spain and Brazil because of the way it juts out. That was in the line of demarcation. So Port- Portuguese conquistadors or whatever, they, they went into Brazil. Interesting. And all the other countries and Mexico were conquered by the Spaniards. Cortez and all that shit, you know. Okay. So Buffy's supposed to get a foreign exchange student from South America. Cordelia yeah. gets one from Norway. a Nordic. Okay, Norway. I was going to say a Nordic country, but yeah, Norway. That makes Oslo. sense. slow. <laughs> Um, who, he's like a giant, like, Sven-looking dude. Like I think his name is Sven. Really? Yeah, if they went as stereotypical as possible. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um. <clears throat> oh, my name is Sven. <laughs> I sound like the, the Orga Burger, whatever, you know, that chef. Yeah. Swedish chef. From the Muppet Babies? Yeah. Do you think if you, if you, <laughs> do you think if you mistake a, a Norwegian for a Swede, they get or, or vice versa, they get mad. I, I don't know. I think there might be an issue with Poland, but I'm not sure about... What? How did <laughs> Poland get in here? Um, well, isn't Poland in that same general area? No. Okay, then that Finland, might... Norway, Sweden, they're all right next to each other, north. Poland's in northern Europe, but Poland's much closer to, like, Germany... And Romania and places like that. Okay. One time, uh, are you Polish? <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Yeah. No, I mean, no no offense to Polish people for the Polish jokes, but one time I was driving with my friend Mike, and there was a ham trap, tram tramic police ham officer. Ham trap <laughs> There was a ham tramic police officer down in, like, Madison Heights, right? Mm-hmm. We're like, what is he doing way over here? And, uh... I was like, oh, there's a lot of Polish people in Hamtramck, and Mike goes, well, that explains it. I don't he, understand. He got lost, you know. Oh. Right? Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to say there was, like, you know, um, a pasty shop or. Oh, yeah. You know. There is, actually, in Clawson. Right there. But Yeah, Barb's Pasties. If you're ever in Clawson, Michigan, check out Barb's Pasties. Pasties are Polish, right? I'm not crazy, am I? I have no idea, to be honest with you. I just all I know is I don't think they're necessarily Polish. 
All I know is that they the lumberjacks used to eat them. For those of you that don't know, a pasty is essentially <laughs> oh a pot pie, but Professor like Mark. but like whole, right? So it's like dough wrapped around, and then there's like chicken and gravy and stuff like that, or beef you can get inside of them. They're delicious. They are. They're they're excellent, and uh, the loggers used to take them when they went to uh, to log because <laughs> it's like a whole meal and a little you know handheld thing right there. So we got a little derailed here, I think, just a smidgen. Uh, we were talking well, you about... Keep, you, keep, you keep sidetracking us. We were talking about how they're going to do this exchange thing, and then like Punchkeys. they're on a field trip. Poonchkeys, yes, that's, that's Polish. That's what you're thinking Yes. Of. You're thinking of Poonchkeys. <laughs> anyway. For those of you that don't know Poonchkeys... Oh, God, no. ...are essentially donuts. Jelly donuts. Yeah, that every that every year, it's like it's all the fat and stuff like that. It's like even more fat and calories. It's like a deep fried jelly donut. Well, because during so we eat them on Fat Tuesday right before Lent. Now I have a question: Doesn't everybody, or is that just a Michigan thing? I think it's more than just Michigan, but I want to say it's like Upper Midwest. I don't Mm -hmm. know if they do everywhere. Are yeah, you, I guess I can't imagine, like, California having Fat Tuesday. Late Fee 1994 at AOL.com. <laughs> if you're in another state, do you know what a punchki is? Do you have Fat Tuesday? So that's Mardi Gras is Fat Tuesday. That's French. That's literally French for Large Tuesday. Well, I know Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras is when you flash your titties. Right. But why Mardi Gras is the same day as when people eat punchkis, I don't understand. <laughs> That's because that's the Midwest. <laughs> Inside of Flash and our titties, we we eat punchies. Yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, so what they used to do is they take all the all the like the fat and like the lard and so the left all the leftover stuff, the donut chops, right? And they would just like hey, make it all just like you know, and they and they were like very fattening, calorie dense donuts and stuff like that, right? And they were like, okay, now because because people aren't going to eat it for Lent. You know, so they get rid of all the stuff. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, they're on a field trip. <laughs> the Punchki Makers? <laughs> and they're there Lacey to see. AOL.com. <laughs> if you want to hear any more fun facts. I think that could be a whole separate tape. <laughs> there was, I, 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 uh, I saw something in the newspaper, like Mad Magazine or something like that. That was so funny to me one time. Someone was like, um, you know, fun fact, uh, strawberries aren't really berries. And then somebody underneath that wrote, funner myth. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Funner myth. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So there's foreign exchange students. But before the foreign exchange students arrive, they're at a field trip where there's a mummy. This is the second time they've been to a field trip where something's turned evil. Yeah. So they've got this this mummy who was sacrificed by the Incans. Yeah, she's a virgin. Yeah, virgin sacrifice. Princess. Like, I don't understand I mean, like, okay, sacrifice the virgin. I get it. You throw her in the volcano, <laughs> whatever. That's we, something they used that, to do. That makes sense. <laughs> but why mummify her? 
And they didn't even well, they didn't, do it right. They didn't throw her in the volcano. Because it's pretty hard to mummify someone after you've thrown them in a volcano. Right. So there's no way they threw her in a volcano. No, but she's she's in like a casket with a shield over her. And she's not it's well like preserved. A, it's like a um, plate or something like that. I mean, she's Seal. well preserved for how old she is. I guess. She's like, yeah, like 5,000 years old or something. But like she looks gross and she's not wrapped up in like you know the little things that they're supposed to be like she the gauze the white wrapping yeah she should have the white wrapping and we shouldn't have to look at that she does have teeth though yeah like very beautiful teeth what's up with that i don't know i i don't i don't know enough about the decomposition of bodies <laughs> to know if that's accurate or not i feel like the teeth would fall out or but like this isn't the normal decomposition of bodies crumble. anyway well the mummification isn't like it's not everything like it doesn't still have eyes doesn't she no are you sure they're just holes that's really fucking creepy yeah so somebody breaks this shield that's covering her body yeah we never get an explanation for this either just some jackass it's not like it's. I mean, it's somebody from the school. Yeah, random he's like, student. He's like fucking around with other stuff uh, at the touching me- things he's not supposed to. Yeah, and they said something like, "Oh, that's God's gift to the the curve or whatever." Because I guess he's like just an idiot. Mm-hmm. And there's no explanation. It's not like the other episode with the you know the people the that, jackals the people that ate the principal yes. where someone was actually like trying to do it or anything. It's just some fuck up, right? Who breaks the plate that's, I guess, is the only thing sealing her. <laughs> Thank God they they took care when they shipped her. Right. I'm glad that the people that moved her from city to city weren't the same movers that moved me from a house down the street. <laughs> but, yeah, he breaks it and then she, like, animates and reaches out and grabs him and pulls him into the yeah. coffin. And kisses him. Yeah. And sucks out his fucking life, life. force. Yeah. So, and not the fun way that she could have done that. Oh, wow. But through his lips. That's awful, Mark. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. She has no eyes. Come on. Well, that's two extra holes, right? What is wrong <laughs> with you? It's been so long since I've made you say that. You've, well, gotten, congratulations. you've gotten too used to me. So I've got to go over the top to... Uh, to do it now it turns out when she's no longer gross because she sucked out some life force mm-hmm. you wouldn't mind this girl's lips being on you i'm sure wow. um she's a decent looking uh girl it depends because we still haven't gotten confirmation uh, episode didn't give us confirmation if she can actually like kiss or do other things with her mouth and not suck the life force wasn't out. she kissing xander Yes. Without taking his life Well, she started to, but then she stopped herself. Right. But I guess she was without taking his life force. Yeah, I guess. I I think she could. I don't know. I think she can turn it off and on. Yeah, I think she was just like really like hungry for life or whatever. And that's why she she had to stop. Hungry for something. Right. Yeah, she is a virgin. Um, That's right. (laughs) But she, this, this girl... Shows up in place of Buffy's foreign exchange student. Because she kills him. Yeah. How does she get to the fucking bus depot? I don't know. They never said. (laughs) 
Like she's and at the why, museum and then she's at the bus depot. And why does she know that there's going to be someone there from South America? That's also oh because they were she, talking about she it. She heard. Yeah, she said she heard stuff like she was all around the country and she heard things. So she, Chicago, New York, and stuff like that. Which, by the way, is the creepiest thing on any of these episodes because it presupposes or it, it implies that. After she was killed 5,000 years ago or whatever, from that moment on, she's been conscious and aware, but stuck in a coffin and just shipped place to place and can't see anybody because she has no eyes. So can only listen and hear people. That's awful. That's like a, that's a fate worse than death. I mean, that's like, that's monstrous. Yeah, and, like, I mean, aside from the fact that she killed a couple people, she didn't seem like a bad person. No, she was really friendly with Buffy. She was a good love interest for Xander. Like, I would have been happy if she'd been, like, you know, the new cheerleader school or something. And, like... Well, the whole episode, I was like, hey, you know, if she's got to kill people periodically to live, then I guess she can't stick around. But, like, if she only had to kill those two and and is a full person now, then, then maybe just, you know... But that was not the case. No, she did have to keep killing. Yeah, she started to mummify again towards the end, which is why she was trying to kill some boy in a closet. Yeah, some... some. Well, so, I guess there's not a lot of plot to go into this episode. It's all pretty straightforward. Yeah. Because we know from the very start that she's the mummy. But she's pretending to be this exchange student. And she wants to live a normal life with normal teenagers and... She goes and stays with Buffy. Uh, Cordelia's got the Sven dude. Mm-hmm. And she's always talking to him like he's a baby. Yeah, like he's a dog. Stay yeah. Sven. Come Sven. Yeah, come on. Bitch. And, and like you think he doesn't. She just assumes he doesn't speak English. And she's like, he doesn't speak a word of English. But at the end you find out he does. Yeah. And he thinks she's an idiot. Right. <laughs> Yeah, because she was talking down to him to the point that he thought she was stupid. Like, like yeah, that's how that's how she yeah. talked. Like, I don't know. Get me. I, I'm trying to think about punchy. Punchy. Yeah, I kept wanting to say coffee, but coffee's right. Yeah. you can't add a Y to coffee. Coffee. <laughs> Get me punchy. Anyway, yeah, like, Cordelia's a bitch. Yeah, Cordelia's always a bitch. Oh, there isn't. There's another wrinkle that huh. we have to get to. We'll get to it. Okay. Love is in the air. Yeah, with the willow and uh yeah. willow. <laughs> she and she, Oz and Doctor Evil's son Scott Evil. Yeah, he thinks she's cute in her little Eskimo outfit. But he was also in a movie called Airborne. Okay, about a skateboarder who joins a hockey team in Ohio. Wow. Sounds like award-winning material right there. It's a fun movie. <laughs> Although bad, it is fun. But Seth Deferred Green is in that as well. But we all know him as Scott Evil. Right. Yeah, I remember I remember him from Brag of Shh. Austin Power. Shh, Scotty. Shh. <laughs> knock, I, knock. Shh. Anyway, something happens... Oh, that reminds me. Real quick, real quick. Just a real, I can't ever speak. Just a real more quick fun fact, okay? They uh they discovered well they they 
figured out, they tracked down the person who started the knock-knock joke. The person that invented the knock-knock joke. Okay. And it's really cool. He was a soldier in World War One, And he invented it as a way to, like, in the trenches and in the battlefield, to figure out if you were talking to a friendly or not. Say, knock-knock. And the person would say, who's there? And if they said, who's there? Then you knew that they were, you know, they were one of yours, right? And then it just kind of like continued to develop from there. And they would, you know, tell jokes to each other with the, uh, that setup and everything. And, um, he died, you know, uh, a while ago, I think like 20, like, well, mm, not too long ago, but, um, uh, he died a little bit ago. Right. And they're now, uh, presenting him with an award, like a posthumous award for inventing this joke. They're giving him the Nobel. Can I can I ask you a question? But did you, did you hear me? They're giving him the Nobel. Okay. For his knock knock jokes. The Nobel. Uh huh. No doorbell. Knock knock ah, until the doorbell. Okay. You got it. You got what, it. Ask me a question. What the fuck happens in your brain that makes you go? We're talking about Buffy and like Seth mummies. Green. And I'm like, hey, let me talk about the history of the knock-knock joke. Seth Green. What does Seth Green have to do with it? He's famous because of the, the sh- knock-knock. Who's there? Sh- you know, all that stuff. Oh, from, my God. From from Austin Powers, you know? It's like some kind of frightening like maze in there. Oh, my God. You have no idea what it's like to live with this brain. I don't. Anyway. Actually, right. I do because I live with you. No, but in your own head. <sighs> It's even you worse. don't keep things it's to even yourself. Worse. That's true. <laughs> so, <laughs> your nightmare is my nightmare. That's true. And it's kind of worse on your end, actually. It's like uh, it's like uh, chalk being scraped against a chalkboard. But it's yeah. <laughs> even even talking about it, you can feel it, right? But then it's so much it's so much better when it's you doing it than when it's somebody else doing it. Yeah, it doesn't hurt as much. Makes sense. Sa- same kind of thing. Only it's my brain. So I was trying to say yes. <laughs> that earlier in the episode, something occurred, and well, I, is, I can't remember. This is where improv class Jesus Christ. Is coming, coming <clears throat> okay, sorry, go ahead. Something happened in the episode? With Willow, where oh. she decided that she's done fawning over Xander. Well, yeah, because Xander... Because... Uh, her, Xander and Buffy are having a conversation. Oh, yeah, she overhears him. Buffy's like, hey, why don't you ask uh, Willow to this dance? And he's like, ah, Willow's not. Uh, she's like, don't you ever think about kissing Willow or w- Willow's lips or something like that? And he goes, you know, Willow's like my best friend. And, like, you know, she's like a comfortable, you know, hoodie and stuff like that. And, you know, you don't want to fuck a hoodie. Wow. Yeah, that's what he said on the primetime television show. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah, that was the it's gist. The WB. So she, so she decided she's going to be done. So I'm, I'm proud of her. Like, yeah. it was really kind of pathetic watching her. Oh, I hated it. Yeah, I hate her fawning over him. I hate him fawning over Buffy. The love triangle is. I not don't. Good. I don't like. It's just. It doesn't really fit their characters. They should all be friends, and then they should just have other love interests. Yeah. Well, I mean, Buffy definitely has another love interest. Yeah. Who was not in this episode. Probably not. Sadly. Oh, I know. (laughs) 
But um, okay, so we've got the mummy girl living with Buffy. She's actually really nice. Yeah. And Xander, oh Xander's talking about like the three of them should go to the dance together. Not mm-hmm. not Buffy, him and Willow and Mummy Girl. No. No, it was him and Willow and Buffy. Yes. But then Mummy Girl this goes before, instead because this is Buffy has Mummy Girl exists. Right, and then Buffy has plans. So yeah, her plans are to find the Mummy Girl. Yes. But yeah, so he he's like, all three of us should go to the dance, and then she's like, no, you know what, you you two just go. Well, because they they start getting closer, you know, as like as she's there because she's there for a few days, mm-hmm. and they have some time together and everything. She they ask her if she could interpret the ancient Peruvian yeah, that's so weird. texts on this thing because she's from Peru. It's like. It's like saying to one of us, uh, hey, can you translate this uh, fucking Latin? Right. Because your language is derived from it. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is. Or like, do you know this Cherokee? Well, your land she- is Cherokee land. You you should know it, right? But, I mean, the funny part is that she probably should know it, but she's not going to help them anyway. Well, yeah. She she says that <clears throat> the the one thing's a bodyguard. And yeah. it's like for the, for the mummy girl. And he's like, oh, it's weird. But it's not that. And then the bodyguard, though, shows up. Yeah, because the bodyguard wants to kill her because it's actually his job to make sure she doesn't rise. Where was this guy? Like, was he in the plate? <laughs> Where did he come from? <laughs> I don't understand. That's, yeah, that's true. That's never explained. Like, it, was he also 5,000 years old? Or, like, just every few years they... You know, they nominate a new person from Peru mm-hmm. to follow this person to follow her around, and it was just Steven Seagal's turn. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah, he is there trying to protect the world from her, and even she, though, and she easily kills him. Yeah, and she's but she's not evil. She's just no, she, self-preservation. Yeah, she did it out of self-defense. It's understandable. Look, like, if, everything's understandable. If you had been in a fucking tomb for yeah. 5,000 years, only able to hear people, <laughs> I think you. I think we could forgive a few murders. I have all the sympathy in the world for this young lady. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that guy that fucking broke the plate anyway. That guy's a fucking idiot. Right. But, yeah, so her and Xander are going on a date to the dance, and... Um, I wish they would have killed her. Like that that might have been a, Wow. Well that might have been a uh a good compromise. Instead of turning her back into a fucking mummy that has to again just be in yeah. a suspended state, if she would have been like, Look, just kill me instead. Yeah, that would have been better. Poor girl. There's a ritual you can do where my soul is freed and I can fucking go to heaven or whatever. Or whatever version of heaven this world has. But and instead, she gets, you know, five seconds in heaven or whatever. Seven she minutes gets, in heaven gets, with Xander. <laughs> How long is that game? Yes. <laughs> Did you say five seconds in heaven? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You were with some, uh, you know. Stingy kissers. Premature ejaculators. Or oh, Jesus. Come on. Five seconds, Caroline. <sighs> She's still a virgin at the end of the show, you know okay? You know that it's not me. Five seconds. <laughs> of course not. Okay. Her and Xander on a date. Yeah. Like, they almost kiss a couple times, and then she's like, oh, I'm not going to kiss you, and she ends up kissing him, and then she starts sucking the life out of him. So she runs off to go suck the life out of somebody else instead. Yeah, and he collapses, because she loves, she's falling in love with Xander. 
Yeah. And uh, he's just on the floor with his eyes open. It was kind of scary. Yeah. They come in and find him. Buffy finds him and, and Willow. And he's like, oh, what a kiss. <laughs> what a woman. You know, it'd be interesting to learn that he lost like 10 years of life or something. You know, <laughs> like he's going to die early now. It's all her God. fault. <laughs> it's like the Princess Bride. Where they take years off his life. Right? Not to 50! But unfortunately, uh, Xander's love interest yet again is a monster who he cannot be with. It, there's a funny line at one point where they're walking down the hall and he's like, hey, you're not a praying mantis. Sorry. <laughs> nice callback to uh, a previous episode. Right. But not as good episode. No. Nah. But, I mean, I do. I feel bad for him. Well, eventually he's got to find some love interest. Well, we'll see. Cordelia has a love interest in this episode. It's some fucking idiot that's in a band. I don't remember. We just, we get introduced to them and he's just like some moron. And then he talks to uh, Seth Green, who I guess his character's name is Oz. That's, yeah, that's what the credit said. And they, he called him Oz. Okay. Once. His name was used once. He was like, he was like, oh, you got to admit she's hot, Oz. And he's like, yeah, whatever. She's Whose like, name is Oz? Good looking girl. Um. A wizard I know of. Right? Like, is that your favorite book? Like, what happened here? Yeah, but is it short for something? Like, Ozzy? What's Ozzy short for? Ozzy is not a full name either. Oswald? Yeah, okay, Oswald. There you go. That's probably what his name is. Thank you. Like Mystery Har- solved. Lee Harvey Oswald. Glad I could help. <laughs> you know, Buffy really doesn't have that much to do in this episode either. Like, she's she living... She the, the mummy's ass. Yeah, she's living with the mummy girl. Eventually figures out the mummy girl is the mummy girl because of the contents of her suitcase. Yeah. Which is a body? Well, it's male clothes. Okay. Because it was a guy. Right. And then a body, yes. A male body. So she, you know, she goes and, you know, saves Xander because that's what Buffy does. Yep. But that's like it. Like, there's not much going on with her. It's a lot more going on with Xander it's and Willow. It's a Xander-Willow and... heavy episode, which is fine. Yeah. I liked it. We haven't, like, Giles, we haven't seen Giles fucking Miss Calendar or anything yet, so. Do you really think we're going to see him fucking Miss Calendar? Do you really think that's going to happen? Maybe, I don't know. I think we might see them uh, go kiss. on a date or kiss or maybe eventually get married. But I don't think we're ever going to see him fuck anybody. No? No. Right. I can't imagine that. Nor do I want to. Well, I'll write. Th- I'll write that script. <laughs> Fan fiction. Here we go. I'll write that script and put it on the internet. You put that on our uh, website, www.retrolatefee.com. There you go. There you go. Okay. Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction. Latefee1994 at AOL.com <laughs> if you want to see erotic Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan fiction written by me. No, I wouldn't mind that, but I don't want it to be about Giles and Miss Calendar. Well, any of them. Okay, well, we can, we can collab on something okay. there. Anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, that's basically what happens in the episode. And then also why Fat Tuesday exists and uh, <laughs> yeah, and all the other stuff we talked about, the line of demarcation. and Oh, it's been a long day, I think. If you want to pass your history class, listen to these tapes. So, uh, again, you can write us at latefee1994.com. Yep. Check out our website at www.retrolatefee.com. That's true. And share the tapes with your friends. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.